to Inspirational Journeys, a faith-based podcast where your story matters. Come on over, grab a seat on the front porch, and let's talk about the writing life. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison, and today I'm very proud to introduce to you Dr. Michelle Slater, who had just recently launched a book about her uh, her story of recovery from Lyme disease. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Michelle, are you there? Thank you very much, Ann. Thank you for having me. Okay. Yes, I'm here. Okay, Thank good. you very much for having me. You are so welcome. Thank you for being here. So before we get into this, I just want to let you guys know that the information that we share today is not to be taken as medical advice. So if you experience any symptoms or you listen to the interview or read the book and you feel that you need, you feel that something is not right, do seek medical attention to talk to your doctor because like I said this is just I'm just sharing her story because she's launched her book so without further ado I just wanted to give you guys that disclaimer without further ado um Michelle why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers today yes thank you Anne so my name is Michelle and I have just written a book called Starving to Heal in Siberia, My Radical Recovery from Late-Stage Lyme Disease and How It Could Help Others, because I recovered five years ago from late-stage neurological Lyme in a state where I my body had become so decrepit, I no longer thought that I could inhabit it. And no doctor told me that I was really going to get better, that I should get used to this new normal. And when I did find this radical treatment and recovered, I was, uh, I was, you know, about to finish writing an academic book I was working on, but I felt this ethical obligation to write this book right away because I thought that it could help a lot of people. So I wrote it to, you know, pay it forward. And I'm glad to share my story with Anne today. Well, thank you so much. So you just answered one of my questions about what inspired you to become. A, well, no, you didn't answer it fully. What inspired you to become a writer? <laughs> no, Anne, I have, I've, I've always been writing. When I was a child, I was a voracious reader and I, I was always journaling and I be in French literature. And so I've, I've, I've worked a lot around literature um, my, my entire life. I never had any aspirations to write a memoir or a self-help book. And now I have written two. I'm working on getting the second one published. It's called Soulmate Dog. But if, if it, but if I have a story to tell that can actually help people, then as private as I am, I thought that, you know, helping people um, would, would be the reason for that. So for this story and for the other memoir that I've written, it's, it's really about how, how I could bring some, um, bring my own story into the world in a way that it could benefit others. Yeah, I don't want to spoil the book, and I tried to read it, but I got a bit squeamish, I'll be honest. Um, but so how does one, um, first of all, how can, is Lyme disease contracted? So Lyme disease is contracted um, if one gets bitten by a tick. Ooh, 
So it can, you can be bitten by a tick, but you can also actually be bitten, um, it turns out, by some other insects that could be carrying it as well. I think mosquitoes are one of them in certain places, but mm -hmm. it's mostly through the, through, through a tick bite. And the, the problem with the problem with Lyme disease is that ticks are microscopic. And so it's almost impossible to see them or find them. And in addition to that, the testing process is, is also very finicky. So sometimes you can have a false negative and, and really be positive. Um, you also get this classic bull's rash, the erythema migrans. But the issue with that is that several patients don't get it. And, and so, you know, it's very hard to really pinpoint it in a concrete way. Unless you see the tick and find it embedded in you, and, and most people don't. Oh, so, okay. So part of your recovery process, you talk about a dry fast. What is a dry fast? So a dry fast is, and, and, and I, I would just like to say that before I got to dry fasting, and I had, I had been to all the doctors, I had for six years, I had been um, on antibiotics and then a variety of other um, alternative treatments that I, I had undertaken with naturopaths, et cetera. And none of that worked. And I was bedridden. I'm seriously bedridden. And when I got to dry fasting, um, you know, I discovered this Siberian doctor who conducted it as a medical doctor and he'd been doing it for 30 years. And so a dry fast is when the body abstains from not only food, but also liquids and also exterior contact with liquids. So you're not drinking water and you're not even taking showers or brushing your teeth or definitely not rinsing your mouth with water. So you have come in no contact. You have no external power supply. And the principle behind it is just as wild animals do in the nature, in nature is that a body is acutely ill or even chronically ill then depriving it of an external power supply enables it to go into this sophisticated process of autophagy. In other words, self-eating of diseased tissues so that it can um, recycle cellular debris in, in the body. And so that's, that's really what dry fasting is. And I would like to reiterate what Anne said about what you said uh, about not trying this at home. Uh, my doctor, Dr. Filonov, is on drfilonov.net. He does a lot of Zoom consultations, and he's he's um, you know he practices it practices it in a very safe way. But I can say confidently that I've conducted multiple dry fasts of up to nine to eleven days, and it's it's a really pain free, discomfort free experience it's actually very peaceful and meditative and I feel so significantly I felt so significantly better afterwards that you know I, I obviously came to believe in it fervently because mm. that's like starving your body but oh my question is how do you get the nutrients you need while you're in the midst of a dry fast so so what happens you know the as my doctor explains the organs are really taking a rest and you're not out running and going to work every day. You know, you take that time off. You're mostly resting. You go for short walks. But the body can actually supply in, in, with, with adipose tissue and, and the internal reserves of the body. It can supply enough nutrition to sustain you through the dry fast. 
I can I can say that you know you you train up to a nine day fast, which is in Dr. Filonov's um, methodology. That is the medical dry fast that is necessary to have cumulatively done nine days, and that's when the body really gets to a point of being able to kill off a disease as advanced as mine was. And and so when you when you when you get to that point, it you're not hungry and you're really not thirsty. It's um you're just really in this and you're just really in this peaceful place. It's almost like a meditative state that you're in. So mm-hmm. it's it you but you work up to that. It's like training your body for a marathon. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't want to spoil the book, but that that does sound interesting. So before we get into the writing process, what advice would you give people who suspect they have Lyme disease or who have been bitten by these micro insects? So I would absolutely, I, I would absolutely say to go to the doctor immediately if, because the, the primary, the, the, the primary way to recover is through the gold standard of antibiotics. So if you can catch it right away, then um, a standard cycle of antibiotics or two should, in most cases, be able to take care of it. Um, you know, but and if you have a chronic case or a late stage case, then I absolutely recommend uh, getting in touch with my doctor at philonoff.net and you know scheduling you know a consultation to see. And, and he's extremely reasonable. And to, you know, see about some of the alternative treatments I have tried. Okay. So now let's get into the writing part of this. So tell me about the process of the, your process behind writing the book. Did you outline or did you just sit down and write and then rearrange things later? How did that work? So, so because, you know, I'm a, I'm a writer and researcher by profession um, but, you know, mostly academic writing, although, you know, I've done a lot of creative writing in the past. I, I, I thought about not only my own story, but then the part that I wanted to write later on in the book, I wanted to write my own story first. And then I wanted to follow it up with the science of dry fasting and the science behind fasting in general. And then I knew I wanted to offer a protocol. So and so I absolutely outlined it uh, several times. And then I really focused on telling my own story first. And I didn't want the science to interrupt the flow of the narrative um, by throwing in, you know, scientific facts here and there and everywhere. So I really focused on more of a creative writing of narrative nonfiction. And, you know, I tried writing some and they are still in the book vignettes mm-hmm. of sort of my timeline with the Lyme disease. Um, I wanted the reader to really be in my experience and uh, you know be able to see what I experienced before we got to the science of it. So I outlined it and then I worked on my story first and then I did the research component um, and worked closely with my doctor on the science part and then also on the protocol part. Oh, okay. Sounds interesting. So tell me, what was the book launch like? Because I know you launched it on September 13th. What was that like? Did you do a party? Tell me, t- t- talk about that process. So I, I, um, I know that the bookstores are still some of the ones that I wanted to, um, where I wanted to give readings where I have, you know, 
little groups of people who would have been able to come are still not really doing in person yet. But I was really pleased that in the Berkshires where I spend half of my book loft in Great Barrington, they were willing to host me for a reading and so and a signing. So I really enjoyed being able to do a reading and a signing and 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 to see so many people there. And we sold out of all the books that they had. So that was that was nice. And and then I just I just had, you know, I just had some close um friends and invited people who wanted to come but um you know I'm I'm more of a sit behind my desk and write <laughs> and not so much of the the business side of writing is a struggle for me I'd rather just say here is the book and I will go write another one now so that this the whole business side of it is the very hardest part of it for me I don't want to market myself I would like to just <laughs> write the message and deliver it and hope that it will get into the right hands so I do this because you know I want to I want the people who need it to hear it, but it 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 is it is a struggle for me, Anne. Yeah, I think all authors go through that. I think we all do. Um, but I and I'm gonna ask, and I don't know if you have it, but do you have your books so that you can hold it up so viewers on YouTube can yeah. see this? Because consider yeah. this, yeah. consider this your virtual, and I'll launch it on. Um, this will be Friday when you're hearing this, but this, but consider this your late book launch party, <laughs> virtual. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. I love. I appreciate I, that. I love to do book launches when I can. That's lovely. Thank you so much. So, one quick thing. So, what advice would you give to to new writers, um, whether writing memoir or whatever? What what advice? What tips and tricks did you learn along the way that you can share to help others in their writing journey? Well, I would I would say to to be very patient with yourself, and just you know, I would say that you know, for your rough draft to to just allow it to all come out and not really put a lot of pressure or worry about, you know, how it's coming out. But I would say the important thing is to allow that creative process to flow and just to, you know, to keep writing and to just to really believe in your own project uh, so that you can see it through. And then, I, and I do believe in giving form and shape. So I do, I do think that outlines are very helpful. And, the, but I think that they can be, you know, crossed off and, and started over but it's nice to have a form and a shape to write around. And, and I think it's important to, to attend writing workshops. I did do a wonderful writers um, memoir writing workshop with Yvonne Daly at the Green Mountain Writers Festival that was very helpful. I do think it's helpful to go and read early versions of your work and get you know feedback from other writers. I think that that's a very, Instead of being afraid of that, I would really encourage writers to do that because it can be a really warm, supportive environment that can help, you know, launch you even further into your project. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I went to the Kingdom Writers Conference a couple of weeks ago, and I'm also in this writer's chat group. Um, it's writer's chat members on Facebook, and we did a writing yesterday where we wrote for a set amount of time, and then we were able to share the writing. And I used to be scared to do that. So I, I'm going to... Um, um what's the word here i'm gonna uh, mirror what michelle just said about writing 
don't be afraid to share your work, even whether you show it to somebody, send it to somebody or read it to other people. You can get good feedback. And um, and sometimes if you can't use a writing prompt, as all of a writing prompt, there may be part of it that that will inspire you as well. So um, where can people find you online? People can find me online. I think that was excellent. I completely agree with you. I think that writing prompts can also be really productive and generative, even if you don't think that they could be. It, it just, it does something to strengthen the writing muscles in, in, in our brain and psyche. So, there, so I completely agree with that. Um, my book is available um you know everywhere the books are sold on on, on amazon and in other places um barnesandnoble.com etc uh, i do have a website michelleslater.com and an, an active instagram account michelle slater ny and various other um, social media accounts uh, as well right and all of that will be in the show notes so any final words you want to say before we close i would like to say to anyone actually who is struggling with a chronic illness, whether it's Lyme or autoimmune disorder, um, just to not give up and to have hope and, you know, keep, keep finding, keep being your own doctor until you find the methodology that works for you. And I hope that my story is inspirational in that regard. And uh, for and for the writers out there, I would I would really say the same thing to just keep writing and believing in your and your project and bringing your message out into the world. It's a very noble pursuit. Thank you so much again for not only being on the show but for sharing your story. And I do want to say congratulations on your new book launch. I hope that you have Thank much you. success with this book and with your other books. I hope and pray for that. And we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys. And remember, your story matters. Have a blessed day, everyone. Are you looking for a professional, knowledgeable, friendly, and detailed-oriented editor who provides high-quality editing services at reasonable prices? Why not give Plot Stitch Editorial Services a try? As your friendly Plot Stitch editor, I will help you turn your messy manuscript into a story that engages readers from start to finish. Services include refining story structure, character development, filling in plot holes, show versus tell, passive versus active voice, dialogue enhancements, copy editing, and proofreading. Send queries to theplotstitch at gmail.com. That's theplotstitch at gmail.com. Plotstitch Editorial Services, bringing stories that matter to life. Hey guys, this is Anne from the Inspirational Journeys podcast, and my special guest, Joe Templin, has an offer for for my listeners and viewers. Take it away, Joe. Anne, thank you. And again, thank you for bringing me on. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm glad that I could reach out and help your people grow. And to continue to help them to grow, we have an offer. If they go to the website, everyday-excellence.com, 
and use the code inspirational journeys at checkout from the shop, they can get a 10% discount on anything there to be able to help them with their personal journey to grow and inspire others. You heard it here, folks. You get a 10% discount on everything in the store at everyday-excellence.com using promo code inspirational journeys. Happy rating, writing, and celebrate the day. everybody this is Anne from the inspirational journeys podcast and I'm here today with Teresa from struggling blessed but not alone podcast how are you today Anne I'm doing good how about you Teresa I'm good so what's up I've got some news for you really what's that did you know that our listeners can support our podcasts no can you please share more about that Okay, so while you're listening to our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, hit the support this podcast button. With your contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month, you're helping us achieve our goals. Wait a minute, Anne. Are you telling me all that our listeners have to do is hit that support button and they could give a donation? That's right. Wow. Hey guys, thanks for wanting to do that for us. Have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. You've been listening to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter, with your host, Anne Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at AnneWritesInspiration.com, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at AnneWritesInspiration and on Twitter at AnneWrites75 for more inspirational content. Thanks for listening, and remember, your story matters.